You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone, and welcome to another interesting episode of Ask a Drone You. I am post-COVID Paul. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> well, at least we hope you're post-COVID, because I'm sitting right next to you. <laughs> but I'm Rob. Very glad to be sitting here regardless, mm-hmm. hanging out with Paul. <laughs> and y'all. <laughs> Paul and y'all. That's the new Rob saying. is endangering his life for the benefit of you all. <laughs> yeah, as if. Anyways, um, thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Definitely. Thank you. We do. We do appreciate it. We've got an interesting question today. And um, we had a training here this last week that I think illustrates a really important aspect for a lot of you pilots out there. Um, because we oftentimes get caught up in our own head and we really don't see the forest for the trees. And... Um, I think that this story is going to be relevant to this question, which, by the way, we're not really sure what happened with the audio of this question. Uh, We appreciate our editor, uh, Kirill, for for getting this all figured out. Um, (laughs) Assuming he will. Yeah, but uh, apologies on that question. If you have a question, go to askadroneu.com. But I think that this question is going to perfectly illustrate where I've seen a lot of drone pilots kind of struggling. So... um, I think this is going to be a great story and a good message for all of you uh, that are out there looking for work. So, Are new drone service providers able to conduct effective market research in the inspection asset industry as well as construction if we are not versed on the pain points of those businesses since we are new to the industry. All right, Robert, thank you for the question. Really do appreciate you sending the question in. And uh, I know it takes a little bit of courage, if not a lot of courage, depending on where you're coming from. Um, We do appreciate those questions. And if you have something that is tickling your brain, like what is the right protocol for battery labeling or issues with starting up a drone program. We've been doing a lot of a lot of work on that side with props. So um, that said, if you have a question, ask com. We do enjoy helping other people out, and this is our gift of knowing this stuff. So if we can help, uh, please give us the opportunity to do so. Absolutely. Well said. So anyways, great question. Um, I think we should just jump right into your story because I think that answers the question so perfectly. But the bottom line is this, uh, Mr. Wood, there is no magic sauce. No, there's no magic sauce. I mean, I I would say that whatever industry you're trying to pursue, you're going to have to get out there and you know what? The other thing is, is that nowadays there are so many ways and resources to go get the information. I was actually going to ask you before I go into the story, if if you were researching this before I go on a tangent about analysis paralysis, because that's the only outcome that I've ever seen with most of these um, data searchers. Um, but if you were to <laughs> if you were to go out and try to find this stuff, where would you go? Well, I would go to the source. I would go to the construction companies. I would go to the 
utility companies that I want to do inspections for. And I don't mean to oversimplify this, but what I would say is I, I'm going to assume, well, let's just talk about the construction side of things. Construction workers, construction companies, and sort of your circle of people in your life, it's kind of like mortgage people and real estate people. I, whether you know it or not, I guarantee it's probably two degrees of separation to you and somebody who does it, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that the construction industry is the same way. Who do you know that works in some capacity in the construction industry? Start by talking to them. And then, and, and honestly, you don't even need to go to the top because you're asking about pain points. And the people that know the pain points the best are the people that are experiencing the pain points. From there, you can build upon the initial pain points that you learn because everybody, depending on their level within the organization and what they're tasked with doing, is probably going to have a different pain point. And you might be able to solve many of those, if not all of them, with your drone. So I think it starts there, is talking to people. Who do you know that you can talk to. You know, interesting that you say this because it makes me think of the movie The Big Short and how um, Mark Rosenbaum goes to Florida and goes yeah. to like a, a mortgage broker conference and party and is talking to people and getting like the real nitty gritty. That's oh, sorry. it. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And then he starts, he like goes out to the houses uh -huh. and talks to realtors and brokers uh -huh. and they're telling the story and he's like, whoa. Yep. This is Jack. Uh, by the way, I feel like that's exactly where the market is right now again. But, <laughs> um, but that said, uh, well, uh, you know, how does that story of talking to those people transgress into the drone industry and these inspections? He could be going to companies that sell construction equipment, you know, asking what what are the trends? What are they seeing? You know, he could be going to these construction conferences and associations that meet monthly and talk about where are people struggling? What can they really do to decrease, you know, or to increase problem solving? Yeah. You know, it, 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 it just makes me think of um, Lucid. And okay. the reason it makes me think of them is because they basically saw a potential need and they said, we're going to figure this out. We think there's a need here. We're going to solve it. And one of the things that stuck out to me that Scott has said was, I just get on the damn phone and I call people mm -hmm. and I talk to people. Mm -hmm. And I, I believe Scott does that. Cause I he's, do too. He's a good talker. Love yeah, you, Scott. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I mean, I say that endearingly. Yeah, but, he definitely has those quirky salesman lines <laughs> for sure. Well, he does, but he's also just good at talking to people. That's exactly my point. Okay, okay. <laughs> but that's what they've done. And yeah. like they are going to these potential customers. They don't even know if they're customers yet. Mm -hmm. And saying, we think we have something that could help you. What do you guys do? Like, what are your pain points? How do you take care of that? Or you just start asking questions. Yeah, and you know what? I think I, I really, if I understand your point, uh, correctly, I think I really like it, which is, you know, Lucid went out and they created a solution before the problem was really even fully discovered. And it kind of yeah. makes it kind of alludes to, you know, Steve Jobs and the iPhone that we're going to solve problems that you don't even realize that you have right now. Yeah. 
And uh, I think Lucid did do that. And I think the fact that Lucid Drone Technologies has done that, there was no data to go out and get. They created their own market, which is a perfect segue into this story. Because look, ladies and gentlemen, you can analyze, analyze, analyze uh, your market opportunities and whatnot. But chances are there's going to be a guy like me who says, you know what, screw it. I don't care what the data says. I'm going to go make this a reality right now. And they'll put the work in because at the end of the day, success is hard work and self-awareness. And, and, and if anyone says otherwise, well, it's just it's just filler, frankly. Um, and that said, so we were having Flight Mastery last Tuesday. We had uh, four students out here at the field. Beautiful day for Flight Mastery, actually, right before that weather band kicked in and Mm -hmm. I still have ice in my driveway. Um, But that said, we were flying. It was midday. It was after lunch. They were doing um, the orbital figure eights, if I remember correctly. And we saw another drone uh, fly over to the field and protective Paul. That's that's the name I'm giving my character at this moment in time. (laughs) uh, Protective Paul didn't want a rogue drone flying around my other students. And so I pulled out a burner drone with the 100 percent intent to kamikaze my drone into that other drone so that he doesn't cause a problem with my students because at the end of the day the students are my responsibility so that said uh he flew home before i had the chance to get off the ground um which i'm happy that that was the case frankly and he walked over about 10 minutes later And um, he was asking about the drone training. He was saying how he wants to get more into mapping. And here he is working for a major construction company in Albuquerque doing road construction. And he is doing the drone photos and videos for them. And he's literally talking about how the company is asking him to create ortho mosaics because they want better detailed information. And he knew he didn't even have the right drone, but that he was telling him that he would learn how to do it and figure it out, et cetera. This guy was not licensed. He was not insured. Uh... Uh, but We're you not know, saying do it this way. No, we are not. Absolutely <laughs> not. Clear. No, it's a matter of time before he falls on his face. But that said, where you have to give the guy props is that he has more balls than 99% of uh, the drone pilots that I've met. And the reason that I say that, I'm not trying to put drone pilots down. I'm just trying to say that like you have to give this guy credit because... Even though he really doesn't know what he's doing, he had the balls and the confidence to go sell himself and to go get that job. And then now he's kind of kickstarted his business and he's learning along the way. Like that, I mean, that's kind of a true entrepreneur. Look, I don't agree with going about it this way, okay? But at the end of the day, you got to give the guy credit for the fact that he went out there and instead of being like, oh, well, I need to look at the data and make sure that this is possible. No, he went out and did it. You know what? There are people who think about doing it, and then there are people who do it. And the people who are successful, guess what? They went out and did it. And yeah, it very much reminds me of the aim, 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 <laughs> versus the maybe shoot eventually versus the fire, fire, fire. What did I hit? Do you feel lucky, punk? <laughs> that was pretty much the epitome of that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Be more like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> and okay, so back to you know, 99% of pilots, uh, that's not an accurate representation whatsoever. But the reason that I'm saying this, guys, is that every single one of my students who was at Flight Mastery was more capable and more knowledgeable than the guy who already had the drone job, okay? And 
and, and the, the message I want to get across to you is you are capable. Okay. But until you believe in yourself, no one, no one, not even your grandmother, or your daughter is going to believe in you. And neither would I, why would I believe in you? If you don't believe in yourself, there's probably a, a good reason you don't believe in yourself. You haven't hit that yet. And you know what? I have, uh, the, uh, Justin from, uh, what is it? Nevada drones or the drone store. I don't know if he's still doing that. He helped me with this back in 2014. Uh, he helped me see that I was being a total whiner. didn't believe in myself. And I had to literally prove it to myself that it was possible. And then boom, you know, it happened. And this kind of goes into, I know sometimes four-hour sermons aren't Rob's thing, but this kind of goes into, uh, you know, Michael Todd's uh, crazy faith uh, sermons. And he talks about a lot of us are kind of stuck in our ways because we can't imagine the future that we want. We can't imagine the future of what it looks like when we put in the hard work. We can't imagine the future of having a business with lots of employees that maybe someone wants to buy later down the line. That, that we have this uh, inability to believe in ourselves and our inability to see the vision and then put in the work to essentially reap what you sow. And how you got to sow, 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 sow every day, every single day. Yeah. And you got to have that imagination. You got to have that vision. And more importantly, you got to have that belief in yourself. Um, and until you have that and put feet to the ground, you have nothing. You have absolutely zero, nothing. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so for all my students who are smart, who are capable, all four who just went through flight mastery, all of them are a better pilot than that guy. All of them. Okay. But I feel like this message is for you guys that do not stutter step, walk in faith, do it confidently, believe in yourself and just put yourself out there. I mean, all the time we work with a lot of engineers and look, engineers, I love you guys because you guys solve the world's problems, but I think it's time that you solve your own damn problems and start being confident about uh, what you're capable of because you're capable of an awful lot. And we had, we had a, an engineer here this week, bless his heart, good guys, very smart, incredibly smart. Some of the best questions I've ever heard in mapping class in my entire life. And like <laughs> post COVID, I'm like, damn, you would be here this week. Like, you know, like literally some of the best questions yeah, ever, ever, ever. And so, but at the same time, he's like, well, I'm worried about doing this and I'm worried about doing that. And I'm like, dude, You've just got to put the work in. It's a numbers game, man. Ten people that you talk to, you'll get one of one as a client, you know. And if that doesn't happen, you'll talk to twenty and then realize you'll get two. Like every time in sales, the the ten to one rule works. It really does. And he goes, well, well, you know, um, this was another engineer, not the guy that we had this week. Uh, he said to me one time, he's like, well, well, what happens when you, when people object to, to what you're saying? I'm like, that's actually a good thing. That should encourage you because an objection is actually an objective where they want more information. Okay. I don't, you know, I have, I have a lack of faith in this. Give me more information so I can get to a true decision point. Look guys and girls, at the end of the day, everyone makes a decision based off of how they feel. If that is not 
absolutely evidently clear after the wake of bullshit when it comes to COVID and our government. I don't know if there's a better example, frankly. And so you have to make people feel good about working with you. Make it easy, convenient, know your value, be able to communicate it, have assets to back you up. Just go for it, man. Um, there's this old saying, I, I, I don't think the store is there anymore, so I don't know if I can take a picture of it. But um, store in Knob Hill, I've told this story before of this lady who's like, um, instead of worrying about this, instead of worrying about that, instead of worrying about this, blah, 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 just get started. Because as you just get started, you'll realize that those worries go away and you will figure out solutions and you will just keep going and going mm -hmm. and going and going. I actually think that, uh, and we've brought him out multiple times, but Kevin is a perfect example of that with the Amazon stuff that he does. Mm -hmm. It's really a fascinating study in how he went out to give the basics, the very basics of progression photos, essentially, right? Mm -hmm. And then along the way, in talking to the people there and in the people that ended up being his contacts for the client, he found, to answer your question specifically, Robert, he, he determined what their pain points were and they didn't even know what they were. That's part of the point is that you're, you're potentially going out looking for something that there's nobody there to tell you what they are. You kind of have to go and, – and, and I still stand by what I said earlier. You can certainly learn from talking to people in the industry. I think – one more thing to say is I don't think just like doing a Google search is the way to do this. I mean, no. you might get some information and maybe spend a day doing that or something and learn what you can learn about the industries. But but back to what you said about Lucid and, and it's like kind of like, you know, um, Columbus sailing across the ocean. No one had done it prior to him to give him instructions on which heading to take to actually hit land. He crossed an ocean that's, I mean, like, I just look from the beach into the ocean and I'm like, wow, this thing is vast. This would scare the poop out of me, yeah. you know? But they just, you know, they had the, the, the cojones, the confidence to just go out there and accept failure. It's kind of like, as I think about this, this is becoming more and more like negotiating and like Chris Voss, because one of the first rules of negotiating is if you're not willing to walk away, you shouldn't be negotiating, period. So it's kind of like, you know, you go buy a car unless you're willing to walk away, GFY. So you're not going to win. You know what I mean? It's true, yeah. So, and, and yeah, they can smell it. It's like they smell blood. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love salesmen now because I look at, like, especially car salesmen because I look at all of them like, oh, I'm going to make you my bitch. Ah. <laughs> Ouch. Poor car salesman. <laughs> it's like intellectual games, you know? You're not hurting anyone. So. No, <laughs> but know. it's a lot of fun. Uh, like, yeah, well, I, yeah. There's just, in terms of that, there is so much data out there as to what you should pay for a car, et cetera. But yeah. And you can buy a car in New Mexico from New Jersey if you want. But true. Anyways. But also game gamify going out there and getting this work and don't get locked up in analysis paralysis because there are many industries where problems have yet to be solved and, and opportunities abound, frankly. And and you just have to go out there and take the risk. Look, mm -hmm. you know, those who get rewarded take risks. It's that simple. And until you're ready to step out of your damn cardboard box, it's not gonna last for who knows how long because there's only so many rainstorms that come along and now that cardboard box is wilted and offers no protection. Yeah. So it's time to step out of the box and it's time to get out there, make the calls, go to industry meetings and link up with people. So And learn the craft. Yes. 
Yes. Fly well. This is why. Know your camera. Yeah. This is why I really wish I would have listened to my dad just this one time. And it was in college. And he said, you should minor in business because as a lawyer, everyone that I've ever worked for owns a business. And until you know how to sell yourself, you are worthless because you can only go so far. And so I would say to everyone out there, you've got to learn how to sell yourself. You've got to learn how to gamify it. You don't have to have the ideology of, oh, I'm going to make someone my bitch um, <laughs> because may, that might not be very healthy. But at the same time, you can say, oh, I'm going to intellectually make them my BZ and then they're going to love being it because I'm actually helping them. Whatever. Okay. We're not here to get That's stuck in That's a pretty nice spin, wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah. Um, you can spin anything in sales. Okay. You just have to be authentic and genuine <laughs> <So> <laughs> and actually have what it takes to back it up. Believe in what you're doing. That's right. So, all right. Well, that was a long-winded diatribe. So, yeah, I hope that's helpful, Robert. I, I, I hope. Yeah. Anyways, um, that's that's truth. That's truth. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually love where we went at first. We were talking about you know going out in out into the world and getting the data and whatnot and the big short and and where to do this here. True. It is at the end of the day, though, you have to be able to just do it. I mean, you have to be able to put yourself out there. It actually kind of reminds me, I don't know why there's this parallel, but it reminds me of the mask mandates, especially in New Mexico as they just got extended. And I would love to ask our governor one question, which is what's the difference between one micron and three microns? Do you know the difference, governor? Because I doubt that you do, because the virus is one micron and most masks stop three microns. So these masks are worthless. And I see all these people so worried about masking up in the grocery store. And yet there are people rampantly stealing and robbing from the grocery store on a daily, if not hourly basis. And you're scared about wearing a mask. Like, really? Like, huh, that's really going to get you far in life. All right. Sorry for that political bombshell, but there you go. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how much of a bombshell it is, but yeah, political rant nonetheless. Anyways, mm -hmm. thank you for joining us. AskDroneU.com. We want to hear from you. We know you have questions. And we've said it before. We'll say it again, that if you have a question, so does a lot of other people. And you're doing them a service by asking the question. So uh, take a few minutes. Go to AskDroneU.com. Thank you. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.